Oh, hello there, boys, girls, and in-betweeners. Welcome to yet another... Okay. It's a little... Welcome to yet another episode of The Point. Let, uh, that's... Here's the thing. I am shooting a new TV show right now. I'm on location. I'm at Laguna Seca. If you're not familiar, it's a racetrack in Northern California. It happens to be a superbike competition happening this weekend, and I'm out here uh, filming a thing. And I don't think that thing has been announced yet, so I don't think I can say what that thing is. I can tell you that I was hanging out with Michelle Rodriguez and her crew, uh, her really super awesome, amazing biker crew. Um, I was the tiniest, prettiest girl among the entire group. And it's been a lot of loud motorcycles. It's been a lot of riding in pace cars. There's been a lot of screaming, and it's been pretty amazing. But I'm out here doing that right now, and it's, uh, it's kind of wild. But here's the thing. There's a show happening, and it's the one you're listening to. And today's show is brought to you by a brand new sponsor. And if you are creative, if you fancy yourself, someone who likes to make a thing or three, you got to pay attention to these guys. Video Blocks. Let me tell you about Video Blocks. They're an affordable, subscription-based stock media site that gives you unlimited access to premium stock footage. So what is stock footage? Well, you know when the news does a report on Americans eating too much Froyo and always cut to the... The shots of just bellies from the neck down, you know, people shoveling uh, apple pies into their face, but you don't actually see their faces. A lot of that's B-roll. That's stock footage. Or, you know, when you have a, an indie horror film and there's shots of Vegas flying in over the strip, well, they, they didn't afford that helicopter. They just bought that footage. And usually it could be expensive and time-consuming to find that stuff, but Videoblocks makes it easy for anyone, for amateurs, for uh, any types of creative, to get high-quality HD video clips and After Effects templates and motion backgrounds, all that stuff. And basically, you can pay 100 bucks a year, which is crazy considering that a single clip can cost you 100 bucks uh, if you've ever used any stock footage. And you get 100,000 HD video clips, uh, over 250,000 graphics. And again, it's 100 bucks a year. So that means less than a dollar per download over the course of a year of premium content. That's what their average user uh, pays. And everything's 100% royalty-free. Meaning if you're making a movie, a short film, or something cool for YouTube, you want to make a little sketch and you need shots of the city line or whatever, you don't need to pirate that anymore. It's now cheap and easy enough to get it royalty-free, 100%. It's unrestricted usage rights for personal and commercial projects. So... There's no reason to not use these guys. We're, we're trying them out now, and we just can't believe the stuff that we have access to. And even just from an inspirational standpoint, you can go check out their library, see the clips they have, and it will make you want to shoot a thing because suddenly you have access to really, really beautiful landscapes or footage of high-performance cars or bikini models or whatever. They've got it all. 100% royalty-free, and it's super affordable. Go to videoblocks.com slash promo slash pointless and you can sign up today for your own subscription it's a long ass url once again that's videoblocks.com slash promo slash pointless head on over there try them out it's an awesome new service and i think they're really sort of disrupting the media space because a lot of people need access to stock media these prices are crazy affordable the footage is really really good and you get it for personal or commercial projects and that's pretty unheard of videoblocks.com slash promo slash pointless all right, my guest today is an old pal of mine. Uh, it's Jeremy Hache, currently of Riot Games, previously of Machinima, and before that, a little network called G4 TV. Jeremy was a, a PA at the network and quickly uh, rose through the ranks and became uh, a, a, just a super 
capable, amazing, inspiring, creative producer for Attack of the Show. He was also the frontman for the Dragon Corner. If you guys haven't seen Jeremy's Dragon Corner, I highly recommend you search it out. Uh, it is still one of my favorite bits to this day. Uh, just He's such a great guy. I don't get to hang out with him enough because Riot keeps him super, super busy producing all the competitions and traveling the world. But I was uh, very, very happy to sit down with him for an hour and change, uh, shoot the ish, talk about the industry. We swap some old tales. I try to grill him about Riot, but apparently it's a super, super secret organization. And uh, he's, he's bound to secrecy there. I don't know if it's a bloodletting ceremony or if they have to drink of, of their coworkers from a goblet. But... Uh, Mum was the word for most of it, but we do get a couple little tidbits out. So I hope you enjoy it. I had a great time chatting with him, and I will be back with even more pointless episodes very, very shortly. In the meantime, kisses and hugs, and why not some belly rubs? Enjoy this episode, everyone. This podcast should be America. 110% fucking blood red American. The NEAA. Everybody slaying vagina. Cyborg Jesus. Jesus, America. Editor's note, start here. Three, two, hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Pointless <laughs> Podcast. My guest today is an old buddy of mine. I'm proud to say I've known you for a decade and change. Ten, ten years. We were in the trenches together. Well, almost ten years. I, it's probably more. I think I, I started at G4 in July of 2005. So shit, exactly okay. ten years. Yeah. Instead of interrupting me for basic math, Sorry. why don't you let me finish the Sorry. fucking intro, Jeremy Hache. A man I, that I love. So that's how shit runs so on the A Circle show? <laughs> the fuck? The A is for aggression. <laughs> uh, I have known you for a, uh, a decade now, we'll mm. say, uh, and change. I am proud to call you a friend outside of the professional uh, environment, but uh, professionally, we have been in the trenches together on many occasion yeah. you were uh, a, 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 a great amazing uh, producer and as well as an, a great amazing talent Thanks, on attack man. of the show Aww. i love jeremy's dragon corner i can't wait to get to that uh, <laughs> since then you've been working at the riot games mm -hmm. you are what's your official title there producer live esports so you're making all of those crazy league things happen not all of them but some of them yeah okay the uh i work on nalcs on na challenger series and then some special events as well and other uh, random shows that I'd rather not talk about right now. You'd rather? Oh, what? Are these That's... up and coming shows or are I, these? I, I just rather not talk about it. That's what, all. The... what are you dropping? You're dropping <laughs> trade secrets already. You guys oh, have fuck. a whiteboard of stuff that uh, you're developing. Quick, delete this whole thing. Riot's doing a full uh, SVOD network. Is that what you're confirming well, hey, right here? Whoa, Is hey. that what's happening? Get the head hey. of HR on the phone. Get her. <laughs> Skype her in. Him? Skype them in. You son of a bitch. Get him oh, in right oh, now. Hold on. Oh, you're fired. I've just been fired. That's right, yeah. <laughs> you just open up the screen and it's just a finger pointing at you. Fired. Yeah, well, that's it. Um, where do we begin? Oh, my God. I thought about this. Like, I was like, where do we start? Do we start at G4? Do we start at Rocket, Jeremy? Oh, my God. Do we God. start at your love of dragons? Where the fuck did you get such a love for dragons? Uh, you People know... think the Dragon Corner thing was, you know, obviously it was, it was you playing a character, but they don't know that you have a real love of fantasy yeah, and all things dragon. But I wouldn't... I wouldn't actually look to myself as, like, a dragon expert. Like, I am not... I couldn't give you a big history of dragons and, and say that it's accurate, and I think that's part of well, what the skit was. Like, there I is, was making everything up. There is no real accurate history of dragons, okay. well, being there that they're is, a mythological kinda. creature. Okay. I mean, yes, there's a lineage. Sure. Of their, their actual creation and fiction you could track, I'm sure. For sure. Like, and I couldn't even tell you, like, where dragons come from. Like, even in even in... 
fiction. I couldn't tell you when the first well, dragon story was. When a mommy dragon and a daddy <laughs> dragon love each other very much. Well, that's a good question. They bump scales. Oh, they do. Is that, I don't know. How are dragon babies born? Um, where's the where's the penis located on the dragon? Is it between the dragon legs, or is it does it come out like a red rocket know, from the tail? Jeremy, I, mean, I, I need to know these things. I would think it's more like a turtle because you don't notice that a turtle has a penis until you see those videos on YouTube. You know, like <laughs> until it's fucking a sneaker, exactly, like <laughs> or a sand or a croc. <laughs> like you don't, you never see a penis on a turtle until those videos until I it's think too it's, late i think it's the same way with dragons okay i, I honestly believe that so that's they're sheathed it until it's time yeah okay. and then like it's like this hatch opens and then a and then a sex organ comes like out a flap it. like a garage door rolls it's up or gar- one comes down um i would say it opens kind of like the back of an airplane you know what like a cargo like door. a cargo plane yeah, okay yeah, you're gonna yeah, drop exactly. some precious loads exactly <laughs> down goes the scales and then out pops dragon dick Exactly. Well, I'm glad we settled this. I think uh, that's how it would be on the female as well. It just makes sense. I would think it's like more like a futuristic pod bay door. You know Ooh. how some of them open like a camera shutter? Oh. There's a sweet sound effect. Maybe some sparks, some flames come out to maybe, let you know. Maybe in the future it'll be that way. And do they dot? Is it like a midair refueling between like two? Yeah, well, it has F-16s to be within or something flight. like that. It I, has I, to, they have to mate yeah, in flight? To be, I mean, I imagine dragon sex is extremely just majestic. Like there's there's nothing perverse about that act. Um, it's a beautiful, just spiritual thing that we can all imagine and and think about in our spare time. Yeah, and some of us clearly spend more time thinking about so, it than others. <laughs> some of us too, I guess. <laughs> I like that for you. It's completely in mid flight. Like it, there's majestic no, it aerial acrobatics yeah. that happen with it, like well, a like a Red Bull race. Isn't that how dragonflies do it? I think are dragonflies more- dragons? Technically, no. Okay. <laughs> it turns out dragons aren't real. Oh, I've right. been told. <laughs> right. But they're real on your person. You've got dragon tattoos. I'll never forget our Vegas dra- trip. I have one dragon tattoo. One dragon tattoo. Not, not two tattoos. Well, you had one of the, isn't the one on the side? Or is that just a lady? No, a that's hot lady? just the hot, sexy dragon. Or devil lady. Oh, okay. Devil. Not I thought it had a tail, but that was the devil's tail? Yes. Do me a favor. Throw it. this thing like you're almost going to deep throat it. Like get it. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Here. I want to hear every decibel. So you got to talk into the talk like this. Yeah, there we go. Talking exactly, perfectly monotone. Thank you. You were a lover of fantasy and nerdy things in high school, junior high school, and high school, or no? Because you're also you're quite the dichotomy. Because you're a jock. You're a big guy. I'm not a jock. Like that's, but you're good at jockey things. Yeah, I I like baseball and I play baseball sometimes with an amateur wood bat team uh, here in LA. But I I never played sports growing up. Aside from, you know, wiffle ball in my backyard. Oh, see, I thought you did. No. No, I never did. So what were you into in high school? Uh, skateboarding. I was a skater. So I didn't play any sports on any organized team. I was skating, getting in trouble, getting chased out of places with my skateboard. <laughs> were you actually, <laughs> was... were you a rap scallion that was tagging? Or uh, were you just no. grinding on benches and no, people no, no, didn't no. like that? No, 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 was, no. I was legitimately trying to get good at skating and really? trying, because I'm a... a very competitive person oh yeah so like when when myself and all my friends got into skateboarding it was never like oh i'm having so much fun i love skating it was more like i'm gonna be better than all these fuckers i'm gonna ollie the highest i'm gonna do a 360 kickflip first Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna do everything better than you before you like that was that was my motivator which is like looking back at it it's like really sad (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, I, <laughs> it, had zero, I, it was only about being better than someone else. It wasn't like leveling up for your own pride. It was, right. I need to be better than all of you. Yeah, that's what it was. That's, that's, what, I think that's, that's kind of common, though. I think that's kind of common. Yeah, I, maybe. In youth. Maybe it was. But, I, you know, I really had a lot of fun watching skate videos and skateboarding, I think. But the competition with my friends and just being better than them was, like, my main driver. And were you the best skater in the crew? Yeah, I was. Yeah? Yeah. Easily. Yeah, I was, I was way better than those kids. Did you have dreams of doing X Games stuff? No, that was before the X Games. Okay. The X Games didn't really kick off till, was it early 2000s? Or it wasn't the late 90s, was it? I don't remember. I was skating. I'm old as fuck. So when I, I started when I was, I think, 15. Okay. Like was that, mid-90s? Was, was that Camp Kill Yourself? Camp Kill Yourself? Isn't it, What's that? Isn't it CKY? Oh, it was before that. So okay, CKY so is... came out when I was in college. Okay. Because I just remember you said you love skate videos, and I'm try- like, I remember, even though I was a rollerblader, there weren't too many great no, aggressive inlining lot. videos, so I'd yeah. watch a lot of the skateboarding videos because their culture seemed to nail it. Yeah. And they had sweet videos of like, oh, we're busting up a park, yeah. but now we're going to kickflip at a kindergarten. <laughs> I was just like, what are you guys but it was, it was they, infinitely watchable. It felt grimy and real and raw. It was cool. Like the, the angles of skating, like you, that was stuff you didn't see when, you're, when you were out with your friends. And also, like it was basically you were watching music videos. Totally. Because the, the soundtracks were amazing. They were great. And well. it, like, like, the, it pioneered the fisheye lens look mm. and super low angles. And that was... For I mean sure. that was a that was a a learning experience I yeah. think, for many many youngsters. Yeah, the the videos as they evolved and they started to employ like, oh well, now I'm gonna kick my friend in the nuts, or oh let's fuck right. with this homeless guy. Like, yeah. you know that I was kind of already getting too old for it at that point in in my own mind. You'd so already like, fucked it. with enough homeless guys yeah. to know <laughs> you don't need those needles I and never... cigarette burns anymore. <laughs> I never fucked with homeless guys. I was, yeah, I was very, always very respectful. The only thing I disrespected was people's personal property and right. businesses' personal property, apparently. So. Which is, that's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty understandable because at that time that you were skating, cities did not give kids an outlet there or were no an skate- area to do that. There were no So skate where parks. else are you going to go? There were no skate parks. There yeah. were skate parks in like the mid-80s when skateboarding was big the first time around. And then they all kind of went away. all went away. And I don't know that they were ever even big in anywhere other than Southern California. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up in boston i'm from massachusetts so when we skateboarded um we can only do it in the spring and summer and the fall when it wasn't raining um and it just it's like the weather had to be nice to be able to do it that's why like we would watch the skate videos and dream of california dream of coming to california one day and going pro that was the dream did you make it out to california for college i made it so i moved out to la and to California um, after college. Okay. So, well, I, how do you get from skateboarding to the to Rocket Jeremy? Which, <laughs> for those who don't know what Rocket Jeremy, well, why don't you tell the folks what Rocket Jeremy is? So, <laughs> and how did you get there? Okay, so Rocket Jeremy is a video game I <laughs> made in college. If Steam uh, Early Access was around <laughs> then, Rocket Jeremy oh, yeah. would have been Goat Simulator. Oh yeah. Rocket Jeremy would have a bazillion downloads. It, it would have been your Minecraft. It was stupid, but it was it. You know, the game that's closest to it is Jetpack Joyride. Yeah. Like, that's, it was basically Jetpack Joyride, except it wasn't good. <laughs> I, did, well, I didn't have microtransactions yet. It was a senior <laughs> project, right? Or was no, it? it wasn't. Oh, it was I, just a random I assignment? I didn't make it for school. I just made it. Oh, okay. I thought it was an assignment. 
Because no. you had to do like AI for the rockets that were flying at you as you were flying with your jetpack. Oh shit! You know that was. How do I know your? My... How do I know your story better than you, Jeremy? You know what? I'm thinking of uh, another game that I made that was similar. Oh, Rock- you were okay. so prolific. What else did you make? So it was a. <laughs> the other game was more like asteroids. That's the game where you shoot up and you hit the asteroids. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, the other game was a- it was like asteroids, but it had my. Well, you mean mis- you mean like Missile Command. I guess it was yeah. Asteroids, you're in the spaceship. Yeah, yeah, space. yeah. Okay, yeah. So this is more like missile. I normally wouldn't. I would normally let it slide. I just know that I was going to get called out on it if I didn't correct <laughs> it. So I had to do it. <laughs> so it was more like missile command, except uh, you were shooting at my girlfriend at the time. Her face, and her face would sh- like. So there were two frames of animation on her face. It was her with her mouth closed, and then her mouth would open, kind of like uh, one of the Canadians from South Park. And then a fireball yeah. would come out and try to kill you. <laughs> so she, was she? She was the girlfriend at the time, not the ex. Yeah, oh, she was my girlfriend at the time. Oh, okay, so this wasn't a vindictive girlfriend. game of no. like, I'm going to blast her face. No, I just I I tend to try to irritate any woman I'm in a relationship with. So at the time it was, uh, it was Jill, and Jill is uh, a fire breathing uh, head that's floating in space trying to destroy this. Of course thing, she is. And of course you she try is. to kill her. And I killed her so many times. So how do you go? How do you go from dreaming of California and skate culture and occasional pickup wiffle ball games to computer coding? I was so I was uh, good at creative writing in school, and everyone was pushing me towards becoming a writer. And like, hey, you should do this. You should be a writer. That's that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna write for a newspaper. I was like, oh, okay. Not really knowing that, like. Writing for your school newspaper and writing for an actual newspaper are very different. And actual newspaper writing is really terrible and shitty and not fun and boring and it's awful. So I found that out when I went to school. When I started, I went to Northeastern for print journalism and it was so awful. Oh my God. Like my assignment every day was to read all three major Boston newspapers and I could barely make it through the front page of one. Like, I just had no interest in the news. Right. You know, and writing the news and reporting the news. And that's what the difference is. It's like, hey, you're good at writing, so become a reporter. It's like, mm, it turns out they're not the same. Right. But it's also weird that, like, that if you're good at writing, there are a thousand branching paths with yes. which your career can go down. Oh, yeah, it's interesting sure. that they said, well, go to this newsy one. Yeah. Go to this journalism well, one. Well, I bought into the... I, I listened to my teachers. So let that be a lesson, kids. Don't listen to your teachers in school because <laughs> you'll be unhappy. Um, so when you realized, <laughs> oh, shit, I'm invested in this path mm-hmm. and I hate it. Yeah. I switched to English for a semester. That was awful, too. Because it was... <laughs> I had to read, I think, the Bible, the Aeneid. The Bible? Uh, Homer's Odyssey, like all in one class. And it was just like, why do I have to read so much? So, of course, I, at the time, there was this thing called Cliff's Notes. I don't know if they still make those, or it was just abbreviated versions of it, and then you could pass your tests. So I was just like, why That's am what, I now paying thousands of dollars? I still maintain to that that cheat? is, for the most part, what structured education is about, is teaching you <laughs> how to game the system. Yeah. Okay. I really do. Because I, I think some of the biggest lessons I learned were how to delegate, mm. how to outsource. Yes. How to how to socially network with teachers. Yeah. How to finagle and go like, okay, Mr. Fogelstern, who was an English teacher. Like, what do you Is really that a need? Real name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it was Fogelstein. What do you really need from me in this class? Yeah. Like, I, I I get that you want me to shut up and not make so many jokes, but what do you need from me to get mm-hmm. an A and get the pass here? Like, give me like the three assignments I have to actually try on. 
let me know, and then I'll do whatever else you need outside of that. Like that sort of I think if I was a teacher and you approached me like that, I'd be like, you know what? You passed the class. Honestly, that happened. Like you did it. I did it with now pretty much. Here. Yeah, I did it with pretty much every teacher because I was so ADD, as one yeah. could imagine, mm-hmm. and was so over most of the core curriculum. And clearly, I knew that I could do it. I could study and put in the time. It just wasn't engaging. So I'd always kind of bargain with every teacher and be like, "Listen, I can make this class easy for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> or I can be my normal self to try to get through it and yeah. do everything that you want." So what do you need from me? And how can I help you? Yeah. But let me just get through this. And most teachers totally respected that. Huh. And would talk to me like an adult outside of the class. Oh, my God. Would, like, let me know their personal issues and what's going on and the drama and whatever because they knew I could keep secrets and whatever. So I love that with school, like, you instantly put in a cheat code and, like, called up the God menu and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Well, that's kind of – it was that – when that's that harkens to, like, the oh, I'll just use Cliff Notes and cheat Mm. like this way. It's like, yeah, is it it cheating? I, I guess. But you're getting it done. Right. You're doing it efficiently exactly. and you're creating time to do the things that actually engage you and compel right. you. Like like play Grand Theft Auto 3 for 5 hours. <laughs> well, and look at where the fuck that's... you are now, man. Look at yeah. where you are now. True. Right? Yeah, true that. I mean, worked gainfully employed at a gamer geek television network for many years and mm. now you're crushing it at Riot. So, mm. absolutely. Hey, I did it right. I'm not writing for a newspaper and yeah. trying to not kill myself. Exactly. Well, yeah, sorry. The format's dead already. It doesn't yeah. matter. Oh, it's okay. Oh. Um, that's oh shots fired at nobody. Oh, no, at bloggers. nobody who's actually paying They're attention bloggers to this. Now, yeah, exactly. It's the, all the social justice warriors out there. Um, so you get you get into English, and then you decide, no, I want to speak to machines. Yeah. So you get into coding. So computer science. Switch to computer science. That's what I ended school with. And so how the uh, fuck did you end up at G four? Because I don't think I yeah, actually know that. The Craigslist. Really? <laughs> yes. How so? So I moved out to L A with no friends, no family, like. I just moved there. I was waiting for my friends to go with me because I was like, hey, I want friends. Like, we're going to skate together. Remember that was the dream, right, guys? And they all, like, every month there was another excuse. Like, oh, my car broke. I got to pay $500 to fix my car. I can't go with you. So you have to stay here in Massachusetts and be sad. So I was like, fuck that. I love it. Your destiny is now predicated on my alternator. Yes. Once I get it back from Pet Boys, then we're going. Then you can live your (laughs) dream. But right now, you got to be here. Yeah, so I, I eventually, I just went on my own. Um, got started looking for jobs, uh, for, uh, you know, that a computer scientist could do. So I applied to the, like, this fingerprint company, which I ended up getting the job at, this, you know, fingerprint technology company. They, they could, like, analyze a fingerprint 10 times faster than any other, you know, technology at the time. So it was like, oh, wow, this seems like a good job that I'm sure. really in, into. It's like a little biometrics for security on doors or right. leads to uh, yeah, yeah, an yeah. eye touch thing mm-hmm. or whatever. So when I was applying for that job and like a bunch of other computer ones, um, there was a posting on Craigslist about, uh, hey, come work on this, this show that used to be the screensavers. It's called Attack of the Show, and it's all it's so cool. It's about technology. Like, we need a technical guy. Cause, and they had posted I want to believe it said all that in yeah. all caps, <laughs> yeah. exclamation points yeah. everywhere, and clip art smiley faces and flaming right. skull gifts. And at the time, and it, they posted it under like the computer, like the tech, the IT section, right, like, where IT people were looking for like odd jobs to pick up or whatever. So I was trolling those, those listings, and came because you the hated the, the fingerprint one. gig. Oh my god! Well, I had at that time I didn't have the fingerprint gig. Oh, okay. You're I had still just searching. applied. For, Got it. I just applied for everything. Sure. So, um, got this idea in my head. I was like, oh, it's like a tag of the show. What the fuck is that? So 
I looked it up. I was like, oh, this was the screensavers. I was like, I had seen the screensavers. I can't say that I loved it, but I had seen it. And I was like, I, I liked the idea of tech TV. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, oh, cool, a technology TV channel. Like, this is awesome. Like, of course. Um, I had problems with this. my printer drivers, too. Yeah, well, that's what this channel actually was. It yeah. was for idiots that didn't know how to use computers. <laughs> and then a bunch of uh, hipsters oh, no. latched onto it. Out and come like, the pitchforks, man. Hey, I'm just saying that's what that network was. It was for, for people who were technologically retarded. <laughs> like, that's who it was geared for. You're not, I'm trying, you're not doing yourself any favors. <laughs> I would maintain that it was... For those viewers, it was also for people who who cared about the personalities who were on the network. Well, yes, and wanted to be yeah, part of, of that community. Well, and that's the other thing because I, who had trouble of, of all the talent on the network at the time when I had watched Tech TV, I really there was something about Leo Laporte that I really uh, kind of latched onto, and I was like, wow, he's really cool. I wish he was my uncle. Like, <laughs> but I, you know, that's the. I feel like that was the demographic. If anybody was diddling me in a bouncy house at a quinceanera, I <laughs> why, wish it was wait, Leo Laporte. Why was Why is my uncle? A, a I know sex, about. Uh, I know about your uncles. <laughs> so, uh, so, what was the question again? Why did we start talking about well, Tech TV? Oh, it was oh, because I was interested. You answered the Craigslist thing. I answered, and the so was the call. position yeah, yeah. for a producer? Or was it for like it, a tech producer? It was for a, okay. It was for a tech. Producer. And so you had never done anything television no, before then, not right? At all. Not at all. What a what a fucking network. <laughs> I love it. So Come I, on, you got no experience with our main core competency? You're hired. Well, and I, so they, they gave me a production assistant job at, at G4. I got mm -hmm. the fingerprint job, right? Right. I was there for six days. It was awful. And then uh, Joshua called me on day six when I was going through this boot camp training thing. And it was the worst thing in the world. It was like maps of like server, like pathways of like data going from this server to this server. And it's like, now if this one breaks, you got to route it through here. And I was just like, Wow. Into this, this big old cloud yeah. on the yeah. diagram. Like, exactly. Oh, it, I was this. just like, oh, this is awful. Yeah. Uh, Joshua called me. He's like, hey, so we really liked you in the interview. Like, we all thought you were great. Um, I can offer you, or offer you a production assistant job because you have no TV experience whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Like, you're fresh out of school. Like, yeah, come here, do this. You'll basically work with a producer who we're going to hire as the segment producer, who was Sean O'Rourke at the time. And I was basically the guy who was supposed to do all his work. Yeah. And then he would format it in a way that was, like, friendly for television. Right, and take credit for it. Got it. it. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, so. but that's, that's, that wasn't a, a, a specific to him. It was that's, that's how it usually works across okay. the board. I mean, I, for me personally, when I was a PA at G4, mm -hmm. I wrote entire shows and did comp reels and line mm -hmm. edits and told hosts what their opinions should be on things. And yeah. I don't say that begrudgingly. Yeah. It's just what, what you did. It is what you, you did. You, if, if you wanted to excel, you had to go above and beyond. You do that. And yeah, other people would take credit for your work because that was their job too. Yeah. And without them, you wouldn't be doing the job that you were doing anyways. Yeah. So that's the trade-off. Of course. And, you know, that's, that's totally fine. Like getting that job and being a PA at G4, I learned so much. I basically got an education in how to be a television producer while I was there. A like, fucking boot camp. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. Talk it about crazy. accelerated. It was like, you Do you know, remember the first few things you worked on? Do you remember what they were? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course I do. Um, <laughs> I did, he uh, says, looking wistfully at the past, <laughs> not at all like a defeated <laughs> soldier. So, yeah. Like, one of the projects that I had worked on on my own time, uh, aside from, like, making these shitty video games, was uh, I was really into hacking Xboxes. Like, really into it. I, Your ice mods? No, I didn't do ice. I did. I basically was. I was modifying. Um, well, I was either soldering uh, 
chips onto their motherboards to bypass you know the code that they were supposed to yeah use. your copy protection yeah yeah um so that i can install like other operating systems on them and whatnot like i had one that was running linux for some reason i don't know why i would ever want an xbox running linux so you can say you I got an like, xbox that runs I, linux brow but i had an xbox that was running linux that i set up and i was like cool i did it now what do i do with this <laughs> oh okay i just you know reinstall get, something else yeah. that's actually fun to I, I brag on a forum yeah. somewhere <laughs> and then i go right back to flashing it and putting right. on something else that i can so, actually play my emulators on yeah so i built this whole website too like to help people like that were in my position because it was really hard to dig through those forums. Yeah. Like I wasn't hacking anything. Like uh, when I think of hackers, I think of people who create new things, mm-hmm. like create new technologies or, or uh, you know, create these um, new things. And in technology, um, anyone else is a script kitty who just copies everyone else's sure. script that's already been done. I was a script kitty, um, but it was really difficult to follow all these threads on all these like because there wasn't even one place where you could go and find everything. Like, and like half the shit was like, oh, oh yeah. So, uh, search this message board for this particular BIOS, uh, but it won't work with this chip and we're not going to tell you where to get it because it's illegal. Right. It's just like, uh, okay. So I basically, and use the ROM, use the wrong ROM and you'll basically fry your entire system and the power grid. You can break your Xbox and you may have to like, uh, scam target to get them to take it back, (laughs) but good luck. So So you made a one-stop shop. Oh, for all those people. For that. Okay. Yeah. So I, I created this Xbox uh, hacking website. What was the and, site? Uh, I think it was just xboxmods.com or something stupid. I, I'm really dumb because I could be a millionaire right now. Uh, I just gave it away. Or in jail. Or in jail, yeah. yeah one That's of the one two. Of the I could be with Kim.com, but look at him. He's got Actually, a billion he did, dollars. He did all right. Yeah. He, uh, oh, wait a minute. Turns out I fucked up. Yeah. No, you would have used his service <laughs> to host your files, but you would have still been shut the fuck down. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been, been uh, raped. But anyway um so i created the website gavin who was the producer at the time supervising producer at the time um really liked it he thought it was awesome he was looking for someone to do that sort of thing for a tech sure show. not necessarily create hacks but to like holy shit we saw this on the internet can you do this so that we can it can be on the show tomorrow right like so we can show people it and i was a guy who could do that easily for him so uh so yeah, that's how I. So what were the first few segments? Were they? Was it? Did there you was do an, an Xbox mod. There segment? was an Xbox mod segment. There was one where it's like you could uh, hack. I think it was Halo Two at the time, so that you had a pink shotgun. Um, you you did I host it? You hosted the <laughs> yeah, segment cool. with Sarah Lane. <laughs> so uh, she's coming into town next week. Oh no way! Yeah, she's coming to visit. Oh yeah, yeah, she's gonna do the cast and hang out. Very cool. Yeah, I'm super psyched. Oh, I didn't. Tell I, her I, I said hi. It's well, we were talking about this before the show started. I, I don't. People can't understand who weren't in it or who haven't done a similar process to Attack of the Show. Uh-huh. The amount of information you have to cram <laughs> makes finals for college look like a preschool. It yeah. makes it look like you're playing hopscotch. You're cramming. And really, and, yeah. and skipbo. Like you, from a, whether it was me as talent or producers as well, you're working on multiple segments each and every fucking day, mm-hmm. digesting info, formatting it, delivering it wiping it out of your brain and moving right on to the next thing. Sometimes yeah. three or four segments a day, yeah. depending upon what it's you're producing. True. And so for me, when people go like, what was your favorite this? And what's the most embarrassing that? And do you have a worst memory of it? And I don't really remember much of anything. Yeah, me neither. It is a full, like, fog of war haze. And some of that it has to do with the ecstasy and the bong resin. Most <laughs> of it has to do with the crazy pace with which we turn shit out. So Yeah, I wasn't into too many drugs at the time, so... 
Uh, right. I know once you join Riot, you guys are into like you, have, like, you have Zion raves that basically uh, take place in the parking garages no where you guys cosplay as your favorite mid laners no and comment. just go to town. It's all sucking and fucking. I get it. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but we were talking about it before the show. Is that like it's, it's a blur mm-hmm. because it was so crazy. So when you go, yeah, you hosted a segment about a pink shotgun in Halo. Go, oh, cool. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, you did. It was 10 years ago. Was it all it was right? Like, but it was within like. Was I kind to you? Yeah, you were. You were. <laughs> You were, you were actually <laughs> you're like okay yeah why is this cool? i think you asked me like yeah why is this cool like why am i doing this um no actually that was sarah you were you were into it you're like holy shit a pink shotgun that's awesome well, i would get like, yeah, why modigan is cool I mean, yeah oh that's that's, yeah, that's you're like oh this is perfect this is like <laughs> no but like you were you were one of the few guys who were actually cool and actually cared about the stuff we I were super cared about everything we were doing. Yeah. Like Brendan Moran couldn't give oh, less no, of no, a no. fuck. Sarah no. Lane was like not really into Sarah it when was, I got yeah, there. Yeah, poor Sarah um, was in a tough position. Yeah, she like, was. That show was transitioned in ways that she had no control over. She had to right. go through the Kevin Rose breakup right. on and air. I showed up after that. Yeah, that I mean it was it was tough. And everybody from Tech TV, I shouldn't say I mean a lot of people from tech TV were just dicks to us. Yeah. And rightfully so. Well, it's easy for me to take it personally and go, oh, come on, man. They didn't give us a fucking shot, right? Like, that's, yeah. that's not fair. But, like, they were all lied to, transplanted across the fucking state. Yeah. Saw their friends get Fire. chopped the fuck out at the yeah. knees. So, like, somewhat rightfully so. Like, I get it. If, that, if we had to take that on the chin personally of being mm-hmm. like those guys, I can understand why they weren't, like, the coolest in the world to us. But... I really don't know. That's why I was, I was asking genuinely. But, like, was I was I nice to you? Was no, I a good person? It's yeah. okay if I wasn't. No, but... you were. But again, you had a you had a lot of other stuff going on. Oh, and sure. Like, you were dealing with that weird environment as well. Like, Kevin had just left. Yeah. When I showed up, and I had known about Kevin because, of course, I had seen the screensavers. Sure. Um, I'm not going to say anything else about Kevin Rose because <laughs> there's some things I could say. Like, I, I don't. Whoa, I don't whoa. generally care for his brand, but. Like, when I showed up, I was like, oh, this is way different. This isn't a bunch of hipsters trying to... <laughs> oh, yeah. Going... I'm going down the wrong path here. No, it's not. I'm curious. <laughs> I didn't know. Did you... But you didn't know him, or you didn't no, know him? No, I never met him. You just I never weren't met a him. fan of... I just wasn't a fan of his brand. Like, like it... the dark hacks yeah. sort of thing? The the leet it goes it... cracking? I'll just say, like, it goes back to my view of actual real hackers and script kiddies okay and i'll leave it at that okay you can just shots fired man you can just say which one you think he is you're taking digs at dig i like it (laughs) does dig still exist (laughs) i don't think it does oh it does it's not quite the front page of the internet but it's still there it's like they've got thumbnails i visit it do you occasionally yeah what the hell's on dig nowadays well they've turned it they've turned it into it's not about this like the users or the community voting on stories it's them delivering editorial but yeah, occasionally i find it that they get paid to put like to rank isn't that wasn't that the whole there's thing? things that they love yeah, yeah. They show up there. <laughs> there's some stories that they love and they yeah, let they... you know in orange text but <laughs> let's not digress there for right now because i gotta get i gotta get kevin on and then we'll skype you in so you can take all the shots you I'll want. Be like, what the fuck kevin <laughs> no don't do that don't skype you. <laughs> So, your first thing was modding Halo, putting in pink shotguns. I also modded uh, Game Boys. Remember those Game Boy hacks? You totally remember those. That was your favorite segment. What were the Game Boy hacks? Like I, tur- LS- I, turned, we- I turned one into a soap dispenser. Yes! Yes! Uh, I turned one into a flask so you could drink out of your Game Boy yep. at, the, uh, at the ballpark. Uh-huh. 
without getting busted. I do remember that. Uh, I forget what the other one was. It was equally shitty as those. Other yeah, episodes. that was a rough. I remember that yeah. being a rough segment and going yeah, like, was. "Really? Yeah, we did. This, this is what we're doing. We we, yeah. we used a Dremel and hollowed out a Game Boy so we could put drink in it. Yeah, like that's that's what we're doing. It was a thing. Hey man, Gavin loved it. It's not quite putting web servers and assholes on <laughs> live TV, but it's pretty close. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, and I wasn't there for that either. No. That was your first show. Yeah, that, that was, was the first, first week. Show. That was uh, yeah, that was wild. That was a wild week. So. From PA to what was your title towards the end? You were were you supervising producer? I was producer. Producer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I I basically I I replaced Brian who was the supervising producer, but they split his job into two jobs. So me and Zilch shared yeah. Brian's job, but Brian was like getting crazy slammed from every direction. Like sure. he, his job should have been two jobs. Um, well, that's a testament to him. He could he could certainly handle it. Yeah, he do can you, handle it. I can't. But. Do you have fond memories of things? Or I mean, you said it's kind of a fog of war for you, but yeah, I generally I do because there was a lot of there was just so much negativity. Um, but that isn't what overshadowed the day when I went to work. Um, there were definitely a lot of like bullshit things going on with the company, and you know, not really feeling like G four or our show was being prioritized over other shit like yeah. cops and cheaters. And, um, you know, like, it, and it was tough because, you know, those of us that worked on the show loved it, like, and loved the work and worked so many hours every week oh, and yeah. didn't mind. And, like, we loved each other, too. Yeah. Like technically, we, illegal amounts of hours yeah, technic- were poured into that. <laughs> technically. There may or may not have been some lawsuits yeah. about the amount of hours perhaps worked. I mean, it was crazy, but you, but I think everybody, to your point, was, was like, loved it, despite... yeah. Everybody loved to bitch about it, of course, mm-hmm. but everybody was in. We it's were like, all in for the it's ride. It's like your family. Like, you yeah. bitch about your family, too. And, so, you know, it's like, yeah, I can't just do whatever I want. That sucks. Like, yeah. my family sucks. They make me do things. Yeah. Like, but it, it was, it felt like a family when I worked there the entire time. I loved it. Mm-hmm. it Except I, with less homophobia and racism. No, there's there was more homophobia. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That is not true. <laughs> Who was homophobic on our And staff? the racism was on the DL. Like, you couldn't really just bring it out. No, that was on the gamers list. We yeah. had a private email chain. Oh, that. that was even another one. No, like, no, not at all. It there was, was all Dunkin' Donuts that wasn't and there. racism. Don't let people believe that that was there for a second. We had a great crew, a very open-minded crew. Yes. We had a good crew. Unless you yes, know something I don't. At no, least, I don't. From what I know, everybody no, 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 was cool. No, everyone was cool. It was, it, was, it was cool. For the most part, it was... A great experience. There must have been segments where even you were looking around going like, what the fuck are we doing? Of course. Or this is amazing. We have an alpaca on well, a green screen. Um, the whole the entire time, too, it was it was almost like the network didn't know what to do with us and wanted us to constantly evolve into something that we weren't necessarily comfortable with. Like, when we started covering cars a lot on the show. I, I mean, think hoons? That was really, yeah, that was really confusing. Rides, whips, and hoons? Yeah. Um, like, but there were other great... There were cool things that I thought came out of that, like constantly trying to evolve ourselves and challenge ourselves and say, oh, well, we're going to do this now. Like, let's try this. Like, uh, Robot News. I really liked Robot News. Me I, too. I pitched that as a segment. It became a recurring segment that even had its own segment header. Um, and I was super proud of that. I was like, hey, I see all these robot videos on the internet. Let's dig deeper into that and present it as a segment. And uh, <laughs> I think at first, didn't it, you guys dressed up as like serious newscasters for it. We totally delivered it with like a news desk style and there were like yeah. dramatic turns. And yeah. Yeah. We did like a hardcore news thing. And it was like, that was a lot of work. Let's just do a yeah. package. Yeah. And then it just turned into a package. Yeah. And that's kind of like still great though. That's, that, that's what happened with most of the show. Yeah. Most of the show became packages. Yeah. I think I, I actually produced the first one of those segments to turn into a package. The first, uh, it was 
damn good downloads, which became like web tools. Mm -hmm. So I did the first web tools, which was this stupid ass web thing. <laughs> it was like, it was called like Clippy or some shit. Like you Guys, cut out, how do we, you how do we show picture. off websites and make them cool? Yeah, let's put exactly. them to dubstep and do a lot of zoom, zoom yeah. ins. <laughs> do zooms and use funny pictures in them and yeah. hey, it'd be great. And it was. It was. It surprisingly <laughs> it was. was. It, it was, was like, actually, oh, that actually worked. It was like, holy shit, that, that boring 10 minute Photoshop tutorial we used to do live right. now is a lot more, you know, it works as a two minute quick. But like the, uh, like the Wiffle Bat Fight Clubs. Things it was like that. But what did. Did you like Wiffle Bat Fight Club? The way you say that makes me think that you didn't. No, I did. Like oh, to okay. me, like, like, like I, when I when I start to remember segments like that, I go, mm -hmm. "Oh, that's right. We we did that. Yeah, we absolutely did that." Spawned because two of our producers got in a fight at the beach. At the beach, <laughs> where an old lady had to yell at them like they were six year olds. Well, and there tell were them kids. To stop fighting because there were kids there. She didn't want her kids to like. Sure, see but they were also acting like assholes at yeah, the beach, swinging a wiffle bat at each other. That's amazing. <laughs> But then the fact that we're like, yeah, let's do it live and get a ref and have like a cage and have mm. people yelling at each other and swinging a wiffle bat. Like we got to do that and got yeah. paid to do that. It, crazy to me. That's yeah. still wild to me that we were able to get away with that. Yeah. And to think that I could have been sitting in a cubicle writing hundreds and hundreds of lines of shitty code every day. And I sure. ended up not or having to do that and instead got to just produce a segment where, you know, it was a... a it was not a llama, actually. It was an alpaca on alpaca. the green screen. Yeah. Uh, do things where I had to get an alpaca to stand on a surfboard in front of a green screen and not move. Like I or we got, got a real leopard like in the studio. Oh, that was scary. Because the like new that. operating system leopard was yeah. announced. <laughs> I didn't like that segment. That's scary. I didn't me. either. But uh, we did it for some reason. Yeah, we had money. So we're like, hey, quick, get this uh, animal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> get us like, a fucking leopard. Uh, yeah, you could have been in a cubicle doing lines of code or covering like local woman attacked by squirrels. Like there's any number of things silly animal that you could have done. And yet we got to bring a leopard in the studio. Yeah. Casey Schreiner. Oh, my God. With his amazing Steve Jobs. Hey, you guys have B-roll on this show? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Alex is on the ones and twos. He's pulling it up live, buddy. Damn, dude. It's happening. Good job, Alex. And then Jeremy's Dragon Corner. We'll get to Riot because I think there's a lot of juicy stuff there that I, I don't know about. <laughs> but Jeremy's Dragon Corner is still one of my favorites because I remember having two or three margaritas at that Mexican joint down no, the down street the from street, G4. Yeah, right? Was it on Don Wilsh Cuco's? No, what was it? It was on Wilshire. I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Don Cuco's. But I remember you passionately arguing with someone but across dragons. the table from you about dragons while eating nachos. And I Listen. looked over and I was like, that's the segment. That's the segment. Listen, I was reading a really good series of fantasy novels at the time about dragons and i was just very passionate with the way that they were being portrayed in that series of books understandably jeremy and how they didn't cheapen the dragon fantasy genre you know they elevated it they respected it exactly they took it in a new direction i really appreciated that so i was just trying did to... you enjoy doing dragon's corner um you know i i enjoyed i enjoyed writing it i didn't so much enjoy being on the green screen or in, on the set. It actually was never on green screen. I didn't enjoy standing on that set. Oh, there it is. More B-roll. That's a nice B-roll. I didn't, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can look, look at all the joy in my face. I mean. Well, that's part of the fun was your delivery of it where we couldn't tell if you were in pain <laughs> or if you were excited to be there. But I love that because it was in stark contrast to most of the presentation on the show. Yeah. Where everything was heightened, and yet you were just like, let me tell you about dragons. They're fucking awesome. It's, a, it's almost like, let me tell you how it really is, kids. Yeah. Like, these look, are, look at you. You look 
<laughs> so stoned. And I think in that episode, like we, because we used to shoot these ten at a time. Look at um, how fucking dazed and confused you yeah, are. Yeah, well, that it's day. Amazing. You know what? You that, look like that a Spinal was, Tap bassist. That was the day I was sick. I had the flu one of those uh, days. You poor thing. So, <laughs> and I was just like, fuck, I can't cancel the segment. Like, because we, you know, it was Friday. Yeah. Um, Friday was the one day we didn't shoot a live show. So, like, we had to spend. Oh, that's the episode right crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that's uh, pretty brilliant. You gotta love that this but, was something we got paid to do. No, and I, and I think the, the thing that I enjoyed most about putting those on was writing them yeah i really enjoyed writing those um well you're such a creative writer you could have been a journalist yeah i could have been uh, doing newspaper stories on uh, this tree that fell down and took down the electricity in the neighborhood for a week and why didn't they fix it why did it take a week yeah like, jamie's on the scene getting the answers <laughs> for the scoop troop i got the scoop um yeah i'm glad i didn't go down that path i, I would much rather as you know as reluctantly as i acted in those i i um i really enjoyed being able to do I, I love for them, money. Man. They were some of my favorite favorite segments. I look mm. forward to them each and every oh. time they aired. Thanks, man. Truly, you know, Allison Hayslip would say the same thing to me as well. She's like, "Oh my God, Jeremy's trying hard. Jeremy's trying hard." I got excited like, every time. I'm like, oh, "Why do you like these? It doesn't make sense." Because we love <laughs> a because we love you, but outside oh. of that, like they were just so it random does. and funny. And you were, I mean, you're great on camera. I, you might hmm. not like doing it, but you are great. Like, oh, you're so there nice. was a thing there. No, this truly, nice truly. Um, but now the riot thing is interesting. Uh, because when you started at Riot, did you even like League of Legends? Did you even know about League of Legends? I'm sure you looked it up for a job interview. Yeah. Uh, There's no way you liked League of Legends when you started there. Because I know your gaming tastes. I, I, you know, I tried really hard to like it at the beginning. Yeah. And it, like now I'm addicted to it. Well, I want <laughs> to get to that. But now yeah. I can't. Now I fucking love it more than any other game it's i know crazy. a few people who work for riot yeah. and they always describe it as it's a fucking it, it's it's either it's it's willy wonka's factory yeah like it's just it's like it's filled with whimsy there uh -huh. are you know hoverboards and arcades and chocolate fondue fountains everywhere but then they also <laughs> go like but it's almost i don't want to say culty because that has a negative connotation i think for mm. some unless you're in one then great enjoy the brainwashings but they mm. say that like it's it's mandatory that you play x amount of hours of the game no that's not true. that's not true no, no 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 so how did you get indoctrinated i'm not indoctrinated <laughs> <laughs> i when did you get your robe it turns out we're able to make uh free decisions <laughs> oh yeah you guys yeah. are autonomous there yeah no, what's it like? Because I, I do know, I know people that, I know, like, I, I think he was, like, the sixth employee hired there, and he just said, like, it's so insane how quickly that company blew up to be, like, one of the bigger companies in the world. Like, people forget, like, it's, is it a billion-dollar company? Uh, I've heard reports of that. That's crazy. That's amazing. Amazing to me. They're, they are very successful. I mean, the game is amazing. It's so good. It, so it, here's the know. thing. Yeah. So I've tried to play it. I was very confused by it. But I will watch it's the hard, hell out of it. It's hard to get into, for sure. And I, that's what I, my biggest challenge was um, playing the game at first was like, it's like, why am I dying so much? I don't understand this <laughs> right. game. Now, did um, they have like uh, instructors there on hand to like teach you do. how to play? They do. Uh, if you want to take advantage of that. Yeah. I mean, but I, you know, I work in esports uh, broadcast. So like I get to see the best players in the country all the time right. playing which you know in our broadcast which if if you watch it as well you I do. see the exact same thing but yeah. it's like i see it all the time i don't skip an episode so it's like just watching them and like how amazing like their mechanical ability is phenomenal mm -hmm. and it kind of teaches you like oh yeah maybe you shouldn't walk into a turret that, that keeps hitting you and not move 
Because I was doing stuff like that. And no, I, was just I like, got this. Fuck I was like, this. I think nah. this turret likes me. It keeps giving me these red things. Oh, <laughs> now I've got the gray screen. That means I get to play again. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a great game. I can't say enough good things about League of Legends. Well, it's right interesting. And, and I, I know you're not saying that because that's the company line. Because I do recall you initially telling me, like, I'm playing it. I don't think I get it, but I'm playing it. I'm trying to get it. And it's been a marked difference of you now going like, here's the problem now. I'm too fucking competitive and I want to win at it so bad. Yeah. I'm this into well, it. Well, I am a competitive guy. So, you know, that definitely drives my grinding. Um, because, you know, you're ranked. You can play ranked games. You can play just games for fun. Mm-hmm. I don't really have fun unless I'm playing ranked so i can be competitive with people really like yeah like that's how i have fun is i am competitive and like i enjoy the winning streaks and you know i hate the losing streaks but i kind of enjoy them as well because you take the ups with the downs and it just you know pushes me to play and get myself back up you know and i love killing people well when i play yeah (laughs) but when i played i was on a team of people who were pretty good and they were able Mm -hmm. to tell me exactly what to do and that made it pretty nice yeah but the part where i was like i no i'm not going to be able to do this not because i didn't want to it just seemed like too much of a learning curve for me it was like hockey stick growth was when it was like oh you have x gold now so go buy this the the the, the wicked staff and then get the gypsy tears and convert those into <laughs> the will-o'-wisp wings there's and no gypsy com- tears combine them with the, <laughs> the the majestic harpsichord and then that will level you into the whatever and i was like i felt like when i was playing like the market the game because I didn't know what I was doing, and I know yeah. what those items were. I was like, oh, that's the barrier to entry that's going to fuck me. It's not going to be on the tactics. I got those. I got how to lane properly and push and try to get the last hits. Mm-hmm. And I learned how to go and try to chip away at your opponent then back off. Like that, I yeah. really got into. I liked that ebb and flow, that back and forth. Mm-hmm. But it was the market stuff that just blew my mind. It's the like, store. I don't think I'm, yeah, the store. I don't think yeah, I'm ever going to well, learn I this. Well, I mean, I feel that when I – I get that. I mean, but that's a whole – did I just give up another too meta part of the game that you start that you get into and you're like, you know, we have discussions uh, about like, oh, well, what's the correct next item to build to get the most damage or or you mean as a team, you have uh, those discussions or no, 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 you're just talking afterwards just with oh, random okay. other people that play the game like yeah. and like you can go online and, and check out what pros, mm-hmm. what the professional gamers, what they decide to buy in the store. And then there's a lot of, you know emulating that and like trying to be like the pros I mean, like okay well i guess i go this item first this I get a needlessly large rod first and then i'll get zonia's hourglass like and those are real items not I like, the bullshit ones I like, oh your names are so <laughs> so ridiculous but then give me the the thick man rod and then get me the what would <laughs> you do to say the, thick man rod? the what was the second word there the ridiculous what? zonia's hourglass zonia's hour yeah come on now <laughs> I want Tanya's thigh gap into the grumpy saddle, and I'm going to convert that <laughs> okay, we, into the <laughs> your, your item name. The lustful tranny. Like yeah. what the fuck? I don't get. Now here's what I want to know because okay. this fascinates me. Like I said, I I want to like the game, and I'm hoping to have enough time to get into it because mm-hmm. as a game that I don't understand, I will watch the shit out of it on Twitch. Like cool. I am, I'm addicted to it. And a lot of that goes to what you do, and I have my gripes with the presentation of some competitive gaming which i want to get to as well mm-hmm. but the from the the modicum of production experience that i have in this world makes me respect the hell out yeah. of what you guys specifically at riot are well, doing on a consistent basis what is it like to produce like how many hours are you guys actually producing and what is it like to produce on that level 
Oh uh, well, first of all, it's like that's what I was. That's why I was drawn to the to to it at the in the first place was like just the prestige or, or not the prestige, just like how impressive it was when I showed. It's not like I showed up and built it into what it is. Mm -hmm. Like I'm very much you know hanging onto the side of that vehicle and helping it move along. But it's just it's so impressive. Like the 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 production value yeah is through the roof. You know, like it. It is like it is presented as a real sport, and it, and it, my God, it's it's really good, it's really well done, um, and working there has just been great. How big is the the team that you work on? Can you say is that a trade um, secret? I'd rather not say. Okay, <laughs> but it's you know there's a fair amount of us that put on that show. Yeah, I would imagine from what I see, like mm -hmm. there's a lot of assets, and I know the building that you're in right now, so I know the technical capabilities. <laughs> How do you know that building? That building? Uh, I spent many years there. Oh, spent okay. many many a year there. <laughs> through a handful of interns there. Love that place. Um, <laughs> you also do... Well, how many minutes are you guys doing? Like, how many... How, what are, you, are you just doing the weekend competitions, or is it all sorts of, like... Yeah, the, the, um, the weekend shows. I work on the weekend shows as well as uh, the Challenger Series shows, which are during the week. Um, so it's a, it's a Wednesday night show, which is Challenger Series. Mm -hmm. That's, like... That's three games that we do, so it's about three hours. And then the weekend games are five... There are five games in a day. So. And are you guys doing everything from booking the teams and getting them in? And Well, we have like doing all the Chirons. We don't, all... we don't. So it, it really is, you know, my, the team that I work on, the broadcast team, is really just a broadcast team. Oh, interesting. Like there, there are other people that handle the sport itself and they do an amazing job. So they're so. running the league. You guys are just running the broadcast portion for that league. Right? Yeah. Okay. That's crazy to me. Yeah, that's crazy. Because like, I feel because every time like I we we connect, it's like well I'm gone this weekend or I'm in Korea. <laughs> like it's the core team yeah. is going around because it's an international thing. People yeah. forget. I mean, it's easy to see international teams on an American broadcast, but well, you guys are truly doing stuff on an international level. Well, it's also it's awesome to see this stuff like all around the world, like all the other leagues that are popping up in other regions. Like it's and it it's just amazing to see the progress that they that they make. Um, and they don't even have, you know, the resources that we have, not right. even close. And they're still like working their asses off to, to make something that's as good as what we're doing and, you know, just spending ridiculous amount of hours like doing it. It's like, it's so, um, humbling to see, like, it's, it's amazing. So what is the deal with the giant UFC style packages for these what teeny tiny gamers that come out UFC style? So, so, I wouldn't yeah, say that. Dude, some of the packages, and maybe it's actually maybe it's not on your show, but some of these packages are like, ha 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 ha. ha what? Ha, boom, okay, boom. I think you're seeing coming the, through fucking smoke tunnels and strobe looking, lights. You're seeing the Koreans. Oh, is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, because yeah. I see that, and then they come out with holding <laughs> their 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 boom slang mouse and their keyboard with LEDs, and it's like, hi. What? And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's I'm not, not like threatened by you at all. I think you're taking this out of context. Is this, <laughs> this is not. <laughs> Uh, that's not the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Maybe not with your broadcast specifically, but you mm. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, some yeah, of these, yeah. some of these things that'll try to hype up. Like he's a he's a very dangerous player. You know, at any time, and it's like dramatic rack zooms to somebody's face. But they're go, and you can tell they're struggling through puberty, and they're just hunched over at the keyboard, and they go like struggling through puberty. Yeah, you can see it on their face. They're, they're like, like and I break these... out too, but it's like, come on, man! I like, think all these guys are adults. Actually, they're not like. What 13. is the average age of the gamers now? They're you know around eighteen, nineteen. Eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I they're was not... still struggling with puberty. Yeah. Then. <laughs> 
I can tell I finally your arena peaked mustache. at 27. Oh, you saw that. Can we get that? some B-roll of the arena Fuck mustache, that. please? We have, have, has there been any B-roll of, of a League of Legends game, Alex? We've been having the discussion of League of Legends for like 10 minutes now. That's, it's hard, that's hard to find. On I've there. actually just been playing, sorry. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you're laning. Uh, what is the... <laughs> Attaboy. Um, what is the... I mean, I imagine because the broadcast is what it is and the, the stakes are as high as they are for you mm. guys, even though, I mean, there must be some, some tension and there must be some tense moments with these broadcasts where shit goes wrong. Like, it feels like a network television level. Uh, shit go wrong, goes wrong in what way? I don't know. Switcher goes down. Oh feeds go God. down. Okay, so. uh, team doesn't fucking show up. Who knows? You know, sure. someone's too hopped up on Red Bull and Gamer Grub. Yeah, uh, actually... Yeah, I mean it's a it's a real full on broadcast. That's what I mean. Shit goes like, wrong. Live TV, like we worked in live TV for years. We know things just break. Yeah, and it's just like oh. oh but okay. I feel like this. We can't move off this camera. Like, right. uh, what do we do? Quick toss to this. Like, but I would feel like the stakes <laughs> are probably higher with what you guys are doing now than what we're doing or what we did. Um. Well, yeah, because there's more people watching. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I can't comment on numbers, but like. Uh, Tag of the show didn't get very many viewers. I mean, we got quite a few, but not like huge. Yeah, like nothing too big. I, the, the number that was impressive, I think, in our heyday was that a million people any given month watched Attack of the Show. Now that's not a million like that's not concurrent viewers. Uniques, that is, yeah, like it's, it's a, a million different households. Oh well, that's pretty good. Which is good, but that that's not on. Uh, they might have caught one show. Right. aggregate you know what i mean or they does that count them surfing surfing past no i G4? think there was certain things yeah i mean on their way to an infomercial station yeah. like anything but this yeah on their way to satellite radio stations or packs they happen yeah. to stop no uh that was the impressive stat was that in a month in any given month a million people stopped on attack and i don't know how much they watched or how intently they watched but mm -hmm. that was it but any given show might have had a hundred thousand two hundred thousand viewers or whatever at its peak, you know, and it all waxed and waned. But I've seen your broadcast, and I've and it, you're probably on more platforms than what I'm watching. But the numbers on those things are fucking massive. Yeah, they do pretty well. They do insanely well. Yeah. It Tell does. me about it, Jerry. <laughs> uh, you know, I you know, I honestly don't look at the. Um, I don't even think you could metrics. tell me, even if you did, and that's okay. What is the company culture like there? Because the, the, can you talk about that? Because I do have, I do know a few people that work there, and they do. Uh, describe it like it's a like it's they on the level of a Facebook or a Google or anything else. They talk about like extravagant and awesome company trips. They talk about how well the riot takes care of their employees. Like, is it a Wonka esque factory of gaming and love? <laughs> they take you know. I don't want to say too many things about what it's like because I don't want to make people jealous. Um, <laughs> but it is it's the only company I've ever worked at where. There wasn't any negativity. Like, people don't try to stab each other in the back there. Like, everyone is very open and honest and eager and, well, eager to um, accomplish the same goal. Hmm. It's amazing, like, to, to be a part of. It's, I, and not a single time. And there were days, you know, going to a tag show where I was like, oh, I've got four segments I don't want to go in. Yeah. Like and you know so and so is being a jerk. I right. don't want to. Plus, I got to work with fucking Kevin, and Kevin's gonna <laughs> Kevin's gonna try and make me look bad in some way. So, uh... <laughs> what was the worst? So, what was the worst you had to deal with me? Uh, uh, 
worst I had to deal like, with. Like, was I just a complete dick one day on a segment, or did I completely sandbag one of your pieces? No, I don't think so. I, you know, I can't recall. Other guys did. Olivia, uh, ooh. The one, she that shall not be named. Uh, You're talking about one time. Uh, Olivia Newton-John was yes. a special musical guest one day. Exactly. The one time Olivia Newton-John. Is that even the name? Is that even the name of an Olivia? I don't know. She, uh, he's going to have to Google that. Yeah. I don't that B-roll will be up before the League of Legends stuff hits. Be, <laughs> he's going to be right on it. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, you were never an issue as far as like just ripping something down just to rip it down or because you were in a mood that was other people. I mean, I know I, I, defin- not I definitely had my no, moods. Yeah. But I feel like whenever you had feedback like that, it was because you honestly wanted something to be better. Like not that, that, not that you had some, some other agenda to be like, well, this doesn't show my, my pecs off enough. Like, so I think this segment, it was my common new. complaint <laughs> <laughs> behind the scenes. Well, was there that, was a period there. TV where Tuesday getting... doesn't show my nips enough. Yeah. <laughs> there was a period there where you were getting pretty buff. I had a, I had a moment in the sun. Yeah. And then I just injured myself to death. Oh, is that what like, happened? Oh, fuck it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I can't, I haven't worked out in like a year because I got a cyst in my fucking wrist from three days of doing CrossFit. That's a thing fuck that happens. My life. Yeah. Oh yeah, God. I had to get an MRI. They injected dye into it. Like I had to look. It was expensive and painful, and now I have to have a surgery. Oh, so you haven't? You still have the cyst? It's still in here. It's kicking around. I can't hold the plank for more than three seconds without crying, and it hurt to tie my shoes last week. That's Ew. how old and broken I am. That's yeah, gr- that's gross and weird. Yeah, but let's get back to the fun sure. stuff. Give me the good behind the scenes. Well, but is it so? Okay, that's great that everybody is supporting each other. But like, give me the real good stuff. Like, what kind of <laughs> drinks do you have in the fridge? What arcade games do you have lying around? I hear you guys got massages. Well, every company has massages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> kind that I get fired for because I'm offering them to my PAs. <laughs> uh, or I'm making them give them to me. I'll just leave it at this. Like, Riot is a, is a really good company. But contractually, are, are you not allowed to talk about those things? Well, I, I would rather not talk. I don't, I don't want to make it seem like it's the greatest place in the world and you don't even really work there and we just basically... But you're not saying that. You're a very, very hard worker and everybody works hard there, but like you should enjoy the perks. I think like it's a testament to how successful Mm -hmm. and amazing the company has and that culture has been able to grow with Riot that it enables you to want to be so humble that you feel like you can't even talk about it because it's that good. That's amazing. (laughs) Is that what I'm, that's what's being implied? Well, that's what it sounds like. You're like, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to make people jealous. And I also don't want to make it seem like we don't do work there. Like, I'm sure you work very hard. Oh, we work super hard. But there's probably like crazy massage chairs and symbions that everybody (laughs) can ride. It's like, just hop off, hop on one. Go ahead. You know, I would, I would hate to shatter anyone's illusions. So let's just leave it at that because I feel like Everyone imagining it's Willy Wonka's factory and it's for video games like is an amazing. I'm sure you've got like a Wii U rigged to a fucking machine somewhere where there's just pistons and dicks. Uh, I will say that everybody has Android legs and arms, so we can lift ten thousand pounds while we're at work. You guys have exoskeletons. Yes, that'll help you. Just what's the thing from Alien that uh, she gets Sigourney Weaver gets into at the the, end? Yeah, the hydraulic lift thing. Yeah, yeah. you got those. Okay, that's cool. Just so you know, I have a friend you might not be able to talk about this but i have a friend who does she once a year works for riot and i can't remember exactly what she does but she like talks like she leads like meditation and like company togetherness things and talks about how to be kind to employees or whatever and she does these these seminars once some once a year or something i don't know if you've been to one maybe but she does these Mm -hmm. things where the company comes together but she always says like how cool that a company 
cares about that, that they invest the time in making sure employees know how to be good to each other, which sounds like a, yeah, of course, like what, of course employees should be good to each other. But mm-hmm. if you don't have processes in place to, to help people learn how to do that, shit can run amok. Mm-hmm. We've worked in places like that where yeah. there's infighting and there's jealousy and there's backstabbing and, and whatever backst- else. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like you guys don't deal with that there. No. I'm fucking jealous. <laughs> don't you failed je- your mission. You didn't say anything. <laughs> God I'm damn still it. jealous of you. You guys don't do any work. You get all you like you ride around on Segways, you get unlimited Mountain Dew, it's on tap. I haven't seen a single Segway. What's the coolest there, perk? What's the, the cool give me one perk that you're like, oh, this is pretty fucking cool. Give me um, one. Give me one. And then I'll let it slide. Okay. I get to play League of Legends at work. Coolest perk. Bullshit answer. That was a bullshit answer, <laughs> Jeremy Hache. I actually really enjoy that. Oh, I enjoy yeah, playing true. League of Legends. So how long do you get every day? Does it like at five, things shut down and people play? Or are yeah. there... Because you mentioned that there are internal leagues. Like you guys play competitively internally. Uh, I'd rather not talk about that. You can't talk about that? <laughs> Is that really? That's off limits? I think that's great. <laughs> that's... We, listen, we, we enjoy the game and we like to play. <laughs> that's a, yeah, I can't talk about it All right. other than that. Okay, so. fair enough. But you get to play on the company dime. Yeah. So no one's no one's yelling. No one's, hey, get back to work and hitting you on the forehead no, with a ruler. No, and I, you know, and I think it's really cool that it's like, that's what the company makes. Like, this is our product. Right. Please use the product and please And know everything about the product. Because that's no, interesting. No, that's not, that's not, that's not necessary. Like, you don't have, not Okay, not everything, but they probably want you to have an intimate knowledge of it. I mean, sure, but you know, it's not mandatory. Like, you don't have. I'm to not be trying really to make Riot out to be like North Korea. <laughs> like, our dear game you is kinda. best game ever. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm implying at all. Like, I, I, you should, you should get high on your own supply. Like, if you're, if you're making a wine, well, everybody at that vineyard, whether you're picking the grapes or or it, selling the tours, you should have a knowledge of it, right? Well, like, you and should, you should have, you should be a fan of it. Because if you're not, why the fuck would you want to well, work there? I agree. Going to lead to a toxic environment. I agree because I, you know, I, you know, from our time at G four, um, and other places I've worked, it's it's like you work with people that don't even like what you do. Like you don't like the the end. They product. don't like the subject matter, right. or they don't like. Yeah, I think that's part of the reason why we were at Attack of the Show for so long, despite certain negativity or sure. negative things, or Olivia Newton Johns or whatever we had to deal with, like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we loved the show that we made. We loved the thing, not necessarily all of the show, but we loved, right. you know, the the idea of it, and and you know, we loved it. We wanted it to create it, you know, and that's the way it should be at any company. And I feel like if you're in a job where you don't love what the end product is, then you shouldn't be there. I mean, not everyone has that opportunity. Like they're, you know. In the real world, people have to work to make money. Right. That's sometimes they have to do a shit thing that they don't want to do, right. so they can afford a thing that right. makes like them I, I wouldn't live expect a little more comfortable. Exactly. I wouldn't expect people at McDonald's to be like, "I 100 love McDonald's and I love our food and like right. I just want to bring this to as many." I'm people super as passionate possible. about the McFlurry. Right. And that's that's my end game. Yeah. So, but I think like if you want to feel fulfilled and happy at work, you should believe in the product that your right. company makes. So, yeah, that's all. I hope I uh, <laughs> successfully answered your question. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was at this point. <laughs> I just wanted to, because I just imagine you guys got a, like a cruising USA arcade cabinet somewhere, or like a badass air hockey machine. That's all. I'm not trying to get trade secrets out of you. I just, 
I've heard from people that it's a really cool work environment. What people? So I think that's name, great. Pe- name people. Chris MacArthur. I'll name drop him. Who is he? He was like the number six or seven or eight employee there. And he still works there. He still, to my knowledge, he still works there. Yeah. But I think his job has changed from, and I want to get him on the podcast as well. His job changed from, uh, and I, this might be speaking out of school, but like, I'm, I, I know the guy, I'm friendly enough with him through, mm. through Bria. And it was like, I think at one point his job was to show up and, and help code the game, right? Help make the game work and happen. This was a couple years ago. And then overnight, it was like, oh, there are hundreds of people working at this giant thing. And I remember him going on awesome trips where he could take a plus one, which was like, whoa, what? That's amazing. And he was doing these things, and he was very proud of it, as he should be. Mm -hmm. And then I think now his job, which I'd love for him to sit there and correct me if I'm wrong, but his job is like he's like head of whimsy. Like he goes into a room with like (laughs) four or five other people. Head of whimsy. I don't know what it says on the business card, but like I think he goes into a room and just comes up with cool shit. And I don't know if that's for the future of League of Legends, or if that's for whatever is on the, the timeline coming up on some whiteboard that's NDA'd in a bunker somewhere. I don't, mm. I don't know, but I think he just gets to come up with cool shit, which is an awesome fucking job. That's an awesome job. But he that's... always speaks so highly of the culture, and it doesn't sound manufactured. Yeah. And I have friends that work at other dot-coms and startups and media entities and whatever else where they're like, yeah, no, our, our job's really cool, man. We get, you know, we can drink beer on Fridays and okay. You know, like I can really see them trying to gut out. And you know what? We can, the uh, love for we that. can go ahead and wear a Hawaiian shirt every once in a while. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. We can really get, we can really let loose. I wore cargo shorts on Thursday. It was mad. It was mad. And we're going to have, a, we're going to have an office pool. We're going to have it for the Emmys. Now there's no money on it, but Brenda's making brownies. <laughs> And we're going to get together. Things are going to get crazy. Like I, I, I companies like that. Listen. I, yes, I see people trying to force that out of it, and I don't get the sense from Ryan, Riot that that is it. So I don't want you to have to say anything that you're uncomfortable revealing or whatever else. I just, like, I've heard enough people talk so openly and amazing about it. Right. It's like, you know, the only reason I'm even a little you bit froyo, hesitant- You got a Froyo machine up in there? Oh, shit. You got some cotton candy? I don't think we have. Froyo. They provide lunch for you? You got an in-house chef? Do you have a cafeteria where they cook it up for you? I don't know. Yes, you do. You work there. <laughs> you work there, Jeremy. Okay. The the last thing I'll say about Riot right. um, is, you know, because I love it. This I'm interview's not, over. This is I'm the not, last thing I'll say. <laughs> well, I'm not an official representative, so I, no. you know, like I, you know, I, I would hate to misrepresent something about the company, especially because I love it so much. Um, but you know, my first job out of college was as a software engineer. Like that was my first job in right. Massachusetts before I lived to moved to Los Angeles and mm-hmm. started working in TV. And that job was so miserable. I was I was helping create um a website that it was called Trusted Advice. Trusted uh, Trusted Advisor was mm-hmm. the product. Um so we would basically we were creating a website that would work for credit unions so people would go on and fill out a bunch of bullet points, and then it would spit out like what type of loan would best service you. Now, Gah. imagine imagine pushing <laughs> numbers around yes. to make a machine deliver numbers. Yes, Ugh. about loans. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so imagine like working at a place like that where I 100% did not care for the product, and it my job there was very mundane. Mm-hmm. Very, it was literally software engineering. I was writing lines of code, lots of them, and like at a cubicle in this big empty space that was too big for us, and there were spiders. 
That's a true story. It was an old mill, and they redid it. To when you make showed it. up, did they give you a wooden sword? And they go like, "All right, if you <laughs> want to level up to a cube, we need, we need twenty spider silks. So, go at it." Yeah. So I worked there, and it was I had to work from nine to five. So guess what? I worked from nine to five. Right. Exactly. Right. And checking as soon the watch as five o'clock times, hit, taking I was fifteen minute door. Right. Uh, fucking bathroom stall breaks, mm-hmm. so you can get paid to take a shit and escape the desk. Yeah, I've been there. So I will just say, like, I've worked jobs that I've hated that have been not good, that were supposedly, like, creative and intelligent positions to have. And um, what I do now is a complete opposite to that. Like, I really enjoy what I do, and I love the company, and it's I love the people I work with. It's very similar to G4 in that way. Like, that, that family mm-hmm. feel, uh, I have that there again, and it's great. I'm super happy I love for my, you. I love my new family. Um, They're much better than the old one. Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm jealous <laughs> of your new family. I'm a little jelly. Uh, I am. <laughs> I'm super happy and super proud. I'm. I'm bummed that it's taken away our weekend brunches. Mm. Um, not that we had many, but it, well, we it, had them, it's though. taken them away. We like had them. They, they there was a, there was a period. There was a moment, a shining moment. But I am super happy for you because the handful of people that I know there, I know how highly uh, off the record they speak of the company, mm-hmm. which is you know, it's weird that. Off the record, it's glowing. You don't normally get that. You normally mm-hmm. get that. Here's the bullshit thing. Here's the that, yeah. whatever. And everybody soup to nuts seems to really love it. And whether they were super fans of the game or not, mm-hmm. before they got into it, they all come around on it and and really enjoy it on a level that is unrelated to their employment. And I, that to me is super impressive. And mm-hmm. every time I talk to somebody that has that love for the game, it re-inspires me to get into it. So I hope you can either show me how to do that. Or hook me up with one of those trainers you got on site because I'd love to come on you know down what? there. I will coach you for a mud bath and a mani pedi, and then I'll get I'll get some sprinkles from your froyo fountains that you guys <laughs> have there, and drink from the youth fountain and flip a coin into the wishing well, and then you guys can show me how to play the game because I really do want to get. I'll, into it. I will teach you. I will teach you how to play. I will get you into bronze four, guaranteed. Woo! That is. <laughs> That's crazy. That is the next to the last place you could be. That is, so I, was, I will yeah. get you out of last place. I'll take it. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Got any sweet skins, brah? Oh, yeah. And some sweet skins to I give away? Skins. Oh, to give away? Whoa, hold on. Oh, okay, no, no, no. I got, okay, just some sweet skins for me. Uh, may, well, I can. Well, well, fuck you, Jeremy. All these years and you're going to sweat me over some skins? I'll show you the skins that I have purchased okay. that I like. Good. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. You're, You're going to take me to your GTA garage as well and show me all the cool cars you got? <laughs> Are you playing anything else right now, or do you not even have time for um, that? I'm trying to play Witcher 3. Yeah? Are you playing Witcher 3? I have not had time. The only thing I've had time for recently is Marvel Heroes and Rocket League. I'm so into Rocket League What right is now. Rocket League? Rocket League is soccer with cars. Oh. Alex, cool. please get some Rocket League on the screen so Jeremy can see it. It is B-roll. fucking amazing. And by the way, if, if people have questions, do you have, you have a couple minutes for questions? Yeah, sure. Yeah, is that all right? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk Rocket League. Guys, if you're watching live on Twitch, and I think 12 of you are, <laughs> and you have questions for Jeremy. Um, again, he is not a, an official representative of Riot, so don't ask, like, what's the future of League or what's coming down the pipe because he ain't going to answer that shit. He won't even tell me if there's a cool arcade cabinet in there. You got Turtles in Time? Burger Time? You got a meme cabinet? I, I Time crisis? You guys got a time crisis? Can you confirm that you have arcade cabinets at your workspace? I know you do because you tweeted a photo of it. I did not. You did. There's a photo of guys playing ping pong and there's arcade cabinets along the wall. How dare you look at my Twitter? No one looks at that. It's on your social media feed. You've got 13 followers and then one of them and I saw it. (laughs) If you guys want to ask a question of Jeremy Hache, it could be about anything. It could be about G4. It could be about TV production. Uh, It can be about marriage and love. How's that going, by the way? You, know, you guys relationship, good? Relationship Tuesday. You guys good? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy. Okay. 
I cannot comment on my marriage. Sure, there's an NDA signed with that, too. <laughs> um, that was Rocket League. Let's get back to Rocket League. Go ahead Wait, and ask your question. Alex is in the chat room, and he will tell us everything. So this is fucking Rocket League. It can be 1v1 up to, I think you can do 4v4. Looks uh, like Twisted online. It's, uh, well, it's just, it's soccer, but you can totally modify your vehicle with cool hats, which is amazing. And there's uh, little pods around the arena where you can build nit- nit- nitrous boost. And huh. there's a jump button. But then there's also like a dodge button or a, or a roll button. So you can pop your car up in the air and then roll in any direction, backwards, forwards, left, right, and use that. So you're doing like, you're vaulting your car up into the air and using a nitrous burst to fly at the ball and then kick flipping your car to hit the ball into the fucking goal. And it's all in these like fast paced arenas where you're building nitrous. And if you slam into another car hard enough, you'll explode it. So there's all sorts of strategy that goes on, but this wow. is it. I mean, it's just fast paced. It looks cool. Bounce your car around. Twenty dollar indie game or free right now on PS Plus, and I'm addicted to it. It's PlayStation exclusive. Uh, is, is it, it on is? Xbox One? No, it's PlayStation. Okay, PlayStation, uh, PlayStation, and uh, and PC though. Yeah. You can get on your PC. You I got a have, PC, right? I don't have a PC. Well, how are you playing League? You playing uh, that on your Wii? Mac client. Yeah. I I played on my Mac. I have a Mac. Oh, that's, I forgot that they have a Mac client. Mm-hmm. Does it run well on the Mac? Yeah. I mean, I'm I. Do you have like a Mac Pro like laptop or something? Yeah, or, yeah, I have a, a MacBook? MacBook Pro. Okay, That's what I use. Um, well, shit, I've I'm gonna install it on my MacBook Pro then. Yeah, I didn't know that I could play it. I totally, totally yeah. escaped me that I could play it. On yeah, it. I don't have a PC. I okay. don't have a PC, and I don't have a PlayStation Four or Five or whatever they have right now. It's, <laughs> I've been an Xbox guy for years. Yeah, ever since my PS2 broke and refused to to read any kind of mm-hmm. CD drive media or CD-ROM media, I. Traded it in for an Xbox, the first one, and I've never looked back. Been an Xbox guy ever since. What do you feel? How do you feel about the one? Are you disappointed in it? No, I'm not disappointed. You know, anytime a new console comes out, it's got issues. And right, um, you know, what about that Connect? Did you get the Connect? Yeah, I mean, I got it because that was the one you had to get when it launched. Like you couldn't buy it without the Connect at first, right? Yeah. No, yeah. it was a mandatory bundle because the system can't run without it, Jeremy. <laughs> it's integral. You, you know need what? It. I still tell it to watch TV channels, and it changes my channel for me. I do too. I tell and it to I turn will. on. I tell it to turn off. You know, I what? tell it to go to Netflix. Yeah, if I were gonna, I you know what that might that's the feature I've used the most more than actually playing the games. I've just been like, go to Netflix. Yep. Go to Showtime. Whatever the Showtime thing is. Yeah, called. absolutely. I'm doing the exact same thing. I, you get go to Hulu, go to Amazon Instant, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's I'm yelling at it to go to media. Yeah. Because I don't like. The limited time that I do have, it's shared on a TV. I'll watch a thing with Bria. I won't monopolize it by playing a game. Could. Right. I'm just, nah, we'll hang out. We'll do yeah. a thing. Oh, good for you. I'm, You're yeah. like a caring, you know, mate. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Uh, Bullshit. Yeah, you are. I've maybe. seen you take care of cats. I've also seen you <laughs> uh, cook a lobster and stuff it with tacos. Yeah, man. I That was one of the, that was the great, the, the, the food dish I am most proud of creating. But I didn't create it. It's from The Simpsons. Right. Like, I just recreated it. It was give, your it. Most, give me your most expensive item stuffed, stuffed with your, your second, second most expensive Yeah, and it was lobster stuffed with tacos. Excellent. If people Google lobster stuffed with tacos and your name it'll and Jeremy, it yeah, comes up, come right? Up. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's not as Im- – the idea is more impressive than the actual execution of it because it's, it's I ate not, a little bit of it. It's not a lobster – it's a baked stuffed lobster. It's right. a fucking cooked full lobster that's cut down the middle and stuffed with mini with tacos. With mini tacos, which is a great like solution. The, the imagery in your head would probably be like, oh, one giant taco. Right. But it's not. This it is an epic meal time. This was you in the kitchen. And exactly. What was the event? Was it a UFC fight or what was uh, it on TV? Super Bowl? Uh, it might have been Super Bowl. I don't remember. It might have been for the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, there it is. 
Did I? Oh I, my god, that's I, it. I took that photo. Yeah, you might have. I think I did. Wow, lobster stuff with tacos. I look cool. Beautiful. Yeah, you used to be somebody. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> I became a piece of shit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Alex, do we have any questions for Jeremy from the uh, Dragon Corner? Yes. Ah, oh, uh, fire okay. away, and then we will end this bad boy. It's murder. Asked, uh, what rank are you, Jeremy? Ooh, what rank are you? <laughs> Silver five. That's now, okay, so good. it goes bronze, silver, gold, platinum, double platinum, triple diamond, platinum plus. Pl- it doesn't go double platinum. Uh, unobtainium, pewter, <laughs> and then plaid. You have a lot of your idea of the game and, th- and items in it and ranks are so good that I'm thinking. Hire me to be ahead of whimsy over there. I want to <laughs> yeah. sit in that room and just come up with names. Um, so <laughs> silver, but that is from someone who didn't really know the game or understand mm-hmm. it. To how long you been there? A uh, year in a year to be ranked at a silver level is pretty good, right? It's okay. I'd, I'd say it at For first. For a casual? Um, I don't even play it. Ca- I play it a lot now. Oh, I, really? Yeah, so it's actually... Do you play it every day? I'm disappointed with, how, with my rating. Do you play it every day? Uh, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. I play, I play League of Legends now more than I play any other game. And sure. I, I was... Uh, you know, I'm a traditional console gamer. Oh, yeah. I would always play my console before anything um, else. You put 100 plus hours into Skyrim, didn't you? Uh yeah, way more than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on one character, right. and then I'd like thirty hours through, I'd be like, yeah, I don't really like this guy's legs. I'm gonna like be the Catman, the Khajiit, or whatever <laughs> it's called. Although uh, like, I remember that uh, Elder Scrolls Online. You know, I was like, oh, maybe this is what gets me into MMOs. Yeah. No, I I've I, heard a lot of people saying it's better now, but uh, I don't, I I don't know. I've dan- I've canceled the download twice for it i've you couldn't even I've bring yourself to install it completed the install <laughs> like i've never gotten to it and it's wait is that the one that's on xbox one is that what the it is that just the came one? out on xbox oh yeah i i okay i for some reason i thought it was a different mmo I, i've been playing it do you like it i got to like level 24 or maybe higher now. no maybe i'm higher now How i'm gonna you go level higher? 20 something and you don't know that it's elder scrolls online because because honestly i had the flu and I had three straight days to be sick in like a flop sweat on my couch. And I downloaded it. I remember it's like, oh, this is a game that's a D&D game or something like that. Maybe it's not Elder Scrolls Online. Is there one that's a D&D game that's on Xbox <laughs> Maybe One? Maybe it's not. Neverwinter no, Nights. Is. is it Neverwinter Nights? Is that the what? one that I'm playing? Alex, come on. Which one am I playing? Yeah, let's be I think clear. It's, no, Kevin... I think it's Neverwinter Nights. That's the one that I'm playing. It's Kevin's, not Elder Scrolls. Kevin's level 20 in a game and he doesn't Here's the thing. I'd really like to get on The Daily Show. And I feel like <laughs> if I can... Just pretend that I love games enough. Uh, on the Daily Show? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. It's an unnecessary dig. Uh, what else do we have, Alex? Uh, Toku98 <laughs> asked, uh, it seems like Kevin has a lot of dirt on you, Jeremy. Do you have any dirt on Kevin? Ooh, Ooh I do. I have a shit ton of dirt. I don't know what's appropriate to hand out. It's right all fair now. game. It's all fair game now. Hmm. I'm coming clean. This is my Scientology episode. This is my going clear. Cleanse <laughs> me of my thetans. Okay, here's, here's a piece of dirt that... Um, Kevin has rather or had rather particular tastes in women when uh, in his time. Uh, one or more of his love interests may have had the title of intern. Well, that's a pretty good piece of dirt. <laughs> one was it? Only one? One? I thought it was two. No, the other was a was an employee. No, actually, they were both. There, was they, no, they there were, were no interns. interns. They there... were both interns, no. weren't they? No, 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 no. Were they interns at one time? So maybe that's an unfair uh, piece of dirt. Uh, but they're both low-level, yes. entry-level position one girls. Was a, one was a PA on Attack of the Show. 
and at the Chapter 8 shoot in Agora Hills, the Cougar Hunt episode, which is the, the one that we got sued the for. The one that we got sued for. Yeah. As Zach Selwyn and I were picking up on cougars at a hidden <laughs> camera shoot in a bar, I got so drunk that I ended up making out with the PA who had only been there for about a week. And she had to drive me home. And it was one of those things where like, I went into my apartment in Santa Monica, vomited profusely into the sink, and then came back out and made out with her before bringing her to her car. Yeah, it was a real, real high point you know, in my life and personal. To your credit, though, like those girls became girlfriends. Like, yes, those, thank they, you. you I was going to say, I was gonna say <laughs> one, was, one was wildly inappropriate because she was a PA on our show. But then I had to go, <laughs> I had to go to the president of the network at the time and go like, hey – this girl's interesting. She happens to be on the thing. And, he, and I was like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, Kevin, this is exactly what you should be doing right now with your life. Like, <laughs> yes. Oh my Thank God. you. And he's like, I mean, she has to transition off the show if you guys are going to have a relationship. But that's her choice. Right. But this is exactly what you should be doing in your life. I was like 25 at the was time. Was that Neil? Uh, that was Neil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Neil got me. But the, cool and the second one. Was was not on our show. She was in the internet, the dot com division. But she was an intern. I don't think she was at one point. Oh, she might have been an intern. She might have been a summer intern that was hired. Yes, that is true. Dirt confirmed. That is true. No, dirt confirmed. But but it's not really dirt. It was. I ended up going into like six month and year and almost two year relationships. I thought it was these girls. I thought it was longer than that. Uh, well, the first one ended poorly, but then we got back together, and then it ended real. Poorly, like Ooh. almost restraining order. Poorly, uh, I, I know which one. That yeah, is. yeah, yeah. That was the first one, and the second one went on for like two years. And I'm yeah. still crazy about that girl in many ways. Like she, I wish her the best. She's awesome. She's great. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think uh, first one was swinging a miss. Second one was a home run. Totally, or and at least a, a base hit. <laughs> <laughs> something, something positive. Something. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I, say home run because no, I think what you have now is more. I got on base and it's fine. No, I've, yeah, I yeah. It's it's everything is fantastic, but. I also will say that I, I was the I was the first real fan of that girl and the first one to really believe in Aww. her on a level. And I did, and genuinely. And I'm so happy and proud because I was like, yeah, of course you're going to go on to great things. Like, of course, you, cool. you just do it. So I'm very happy. That's a very casual way to take credit for somebody's success. <laughs> success. So I congratulate you for that. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Listen, I'm not saying any of it wouldn't have happened without me, but it definitely <laughs> happened because of me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Those are two very different <laughs> Yeah, sure. Not at all. Not at all. I just, I am, I am happy because I, I believed in it from day one at a time when people told me, Oh, a you're being taken advantage of. You're a ladder on a. You're a step on a ladder mm-hmm. for this person, which mm-hmm. I didn't believe, and mm-hmm. I still don't believe to this day. And also, like, oh, you're misguided. You're blinded by your lust. There's nothing there. I'm like, fuck you. And it's like I had some bridges burnt, even at G4 over that, because some people were very upset that I was dating someone within the company, and it was backbitey and it got shitty. So, but dirt yeah. confirmed. Dirt confirmed. I did it. I hope that answered um, his question. Yeah, fuck whoever asked that. Next question. <laughs> Next question, because we got to wrap this bad boy up. Just Mancini said, uh, have you played any non-League of Legends MOBAs at all? Have you tried any of them mm. out? Can you contractually say that you've played a Dota or a Heroes of whatever? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, pl- I did play Heroes of the Storm, mm-hmm. the Blizzard one. Um, 
I'm not. You a... said it was like Fisher Price, my first Digigame. <laughs> That's what you said before. You were like, it's fucking bullshit. It, no, I did not say that. Those are the exact words that no, you used. No, I did Before we went live. And then you're like, ah, let's not talk about it. No, I did not. <laughs> Jeremy, let me be clear. Heroes of the Jeremy Storm. Jeremy did not say anything of yeah. that nature. We didn't even discuss it. Heroes of the Storm Please. I thought was kind of fun. But it, yeah. it wasn't, you know, what, what I had really grown to love about League of Legends was like how precise the controls are and like how competitive you can be with the game mm -hmm. um and i just didn't feel that when i was playing heroes of the storm and i you know i have not played as much heroes of the storm as i played league of legends so sure. maybe that's not a fair it's not fair to me of but me you to tried to criticize it. it but i did try it and you know i liked it as a casual experience mm -hmm. but not as something i could really get competitive with and as we talked about earlier i love competitive right like i love being competitive so what are the changes to the next league that's coming out <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> all right give us one more alex uh let's see uh, unless you got a couple juicy ones but they're quick but no uh they're asking jeremy where uh, you got a permit for those guns <laughs> <laughs> jeremy my audience wants to fuck you yeah so they legitimately have been like how like what do you do flex. for your triceps they like your tries they like my your... tries and buys and you work out you work out quite a bit i you... work out maybe once a week now that's all you do yeah really I don't work out that what happened you were on a regimen for I a just, while there I, I i you know i want to blame it on work but it's really now you're just doing jungle reps because i you taking know out dragons and when shit? i when i first started on attack of the show like Look at the way he flexes ago. to rub his face he's like when i uh when uh when I worked on Attack of the Show, I was going to the gym every night. So I was I was working out five, six nights a week. And now I I work out maybe once a week. Maybe. And that's only because I'm old and married. And that's really what ruins it. That's what ruined working out for me. So are you just naturally this size? Like you just walk around like this? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Or is that one workout so intense it involves many needles and The workout's and... not even that intense. It, no. Like honestly, like I've been really mulling over like oh I, sh I should really set a goal for right for working out and like see it through and i just it just hasn't happened i've been just procrastinating a, a taylor swift spotify playlist and elliptical <laughs> you and you just sweat and sing <laughs> i've been watching silicon valley on the elliptical machine mm. lately i get it yeah, but, I get it. but i don't lift a lot of weights anymore i just don't i wish i did i'd love to like be the rock that'd be awesome that dude's cool you know jeremy in my book you are the rock oh and you're my rock and i think you're the rock of an industry and i'm impressed oh. with everything you do and if you ever need a spot whether it's in the gym or in this world I whispered that too quietly. I'm there for you. That was nice. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Jeremy Hache, for sitting down. Alex, if there's a great one, we'll, we'll get to it. If not, fuck it. We're done here. Uh, I think we can call it. Done. Ah. Time of death. That's it. They're over you. They're, just, they're too enamored. Their erections have drained all the blood from their brains. <laughs> Wait, quick one. What's your, uh, what's your favorite champion? Oh, favorite champion. Ooh. Um, Master Z? Master Yugi? No. Master, Master Guan? What's the guy? You, Mr. <laughs> Master Mr. Yi. Zen? Master Yi. Master Yi. Um, my favorite, you know, I, I go through, through periods of like really loving one champ and only playing one champ and then really loving another one. I've been mostly spamming Dr. Mundo lately. Mm. I love Dr. Mundo, but, um, his special is crazy. When he goes, <laughs> you don't even when, know what you're talking dude, about. Yes, so I do. Cause cool. when he goes in, <laughs> you're just like, Oh my God, what the, f like he fucking um, goes in. Like it really goes. My best champion is Nidalee. Mm -hmm. I'm the best with her. Well, range also, is like really, it's. I, how do you even know that she has range? Because I know, I know plays. I look, I I watch a lot. Okay, and uh, but my favorite champion of all time has to mm -hmm. be Gangplank. Squirtle. What? Gangplank. Gangplank. He's the pirate. Mm -hmm. He's the pirate champion. Sure. Um, he was the first champion that I got 
kind of even a little bit good with. And I just, there's something about, you know, just him being a pirate that resonates with me. I don't know why, but I, I, I really why. liked him. Any one of his abilities, he eats oranges. So, uh, what? Yep. Is it to fend off, like he gets, oh my his, God, skirt, that's a, yeah, his that's scurvy levels get too high, so he has to toss an orange in his mouth? It's actually called. Ah, I need nutrients. Look at you. That ability is called remove scurvy. So all the other bullshit I did about <laughs> League of Legends, that was too much. Gypsy tears and will-o'-wisp wings, no, no, no. But a pirate that has to fend off scurvy, that's in the game. I have a lot to learn about League yeah, of Legends. Yeah, you do, I have actually. a lot. Because when I, like, look, again, when I watch, and I cannot say enough about what you and your team do, because you, you make it so compelling to someone who is confused by the game. Like, still confused by the game. But the announcers that you have, their excitement... It just like I get excited when things are happening. The instant replays, the fucking the the the, the transitions, the flashes, the the stage presence, everything gets yeah. me so hyped for a thing that I know nothing about. And I, there's nothing else in this world that hits me like that. There's not hmm. a single other form of entertainment where I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. But like like Texas Hold'em, mm-hmm. I actually know a little bit about poker, so I can watch that. I know nothing about what is going on in League, other than, like, <laughs> they have to kill this turret and get to the end. Like, but I will still watch the shit out of it. And I think it's a mm. testament, of, and do, largely in part, to the way you guys present it. So well, thanks. I kudos mean, and a half on that. A lot of really hard-working hard people behind the scenes that put that together. Like, I bet. A lot. Uh, and everyone is super passionate about it. So it's great to hear. Well, you've absolutely made me want to hop in and play again. So Yeah? Uh, not, yeah, and not being facetious at all. Like, I hope that... When I have some downtime, you can show me how to yeah, play. Yeah, of course. Because I have no clue. I will get you to silver five, man. But beyond mm. there, you're going to have to teach me. <laughs> That's fine. I'm happy to. <laughs> Jeremy Hache, you suck at social media, but where can people find you in this uh, world if they want to follow your updates and see all the magic that you're working on? God, I barely tweet. But I, hey, I'll try to tweet if people actually tweet at me. Please uh, do. At Jeremy's Lair. That's a thing. That's uh, at Twitter. Jeremy's Lair. Do we, you don't say at anymore when you're like, that's my Twitter. No, you thing. do. You can oh, say at Jeremy's okay. Lair. That's fine. Okay. You can say that. It, it actually could be Jeremy Slayer. Ah. If you misread it, but it's actually it was intended to be Jeremy's Lair. Mm. Way to end on the most fascinating note ever. So Jeremy Hache, <laughs> you're 10 kinds of amazing. Uh, 10 kinds of adorable. I miss you thanks, in my life. Man. I'm so glad you came by to check out the space and sit down yeah. for a few minutes. I'm really impressed. I like I this thank you enough. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. It's no riot, but we're working on it. Hey, hell, it's not even Attack of the Show. Okay. But. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sitting down, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hey, folks, uh, if you enjoyed this, great. If you didn't, go fuck yourself. Kisses, hugs, and belly rubs. Good night.